Need a powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens? Allicin Med is the powerful universal pathogen killer's latest advance of German-sourced Allicin, enzymatically stabilized to clear the body of bacteria, fungi, mycobacteria, and parasites. It penetrates body biofilms and is non-toxic to tissues. Pathogen resistance cannot develop for long-term body-optimized wellness. Clear stealth pathogens that promote autoimmune disease, cancer and vascular inflammation and plaque and promote healing of tissues. Now pathogen-free. With 200 milligrams more power than prior Alamed, you can't get a more powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens. Give your body what it needs. Allison Med. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutridyne at 888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. That's 1-888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. And listen to the Nutramedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. Nutramedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Nutramedical Report, and uh, we are connecting with uh, Jonathan Gray in New Zealand. Uh, Hello, Jonathan. Yes, all here. We need to. Oh, we've got you on Skype now. Good, good, good. Okay, good. So we can hang up on the phone. Okay, good. Uh, so good. We've got Jonathan now. Wonderful. Um, Jonathan, we have a lot of events coming up this month. Uh, I just got my newsletter from, from Gerald Salenti and other sources to tell me that there's going to be a catastrophic uh, economic adjustment occur this month. We have also the catastrophic spiritual adjustment coming with the Pope announcing on the Day of the Dead, which is one of the highest of the eight holy, unholy days of pagans, uh, the announcement of the end of the uh, Protestant Reformation that one quarter of Christians have agreed to set aside the so-called Reformation with this current Vatican and the World Council of Churches under the United Nations. This is pretty horrendous stuff, isn't it? Oh yes, it is. Uh, it, this is a, a milestone in uh, in uh, religious history, uh, and I'll speak at length when the, when the day arrives on this matter because uh, there, there is a very interesting prophetic uh, setting for this. But uh, yes, the, t- the two events, uh, the spiritual and the economic, are coming together on October 31. And uh, I, I've been in touch with the economists on this matter also, and, and October 31 is going to be the beginning of the worst financial disaster the world has ever ever seen, according, according to the projections. Yeah, now, you mentioned, we mentioned, I put those links up last time you were on two weeks ago, Mark Wyram, is that right? Yes, that's right. Right, and, and he's been looking at cycles they go back 4,000 years, and he's been extremely accurate in his predictions. But then I get other newsletters like Charles Salenti and even former Fed chairpersons that are talking about the fact that we've got a number of parameters. We talked about this earlier in the first hour with Harley Schlanger, who's a geopolitical and financial analyst, works with the LaRouche Foundation worldwide, and they're saying the same things. Now, they are very positive that there are solutions that could be done, but the powers that be don't want solutions. It's just like walking into an operating room and someone's really smart young surgeon could save the patient, but the older surgeon says, don't do that. 
we're going to do this. And it kills the patient, of course, and they know what they're doing. That's what we see happening to the spiritual body of believers in America and the nation. That's why the attack against Donald Trump is so vile. Not that he's necessarily a wonderful Christian man, although we're praying him into becoming a Christian president. That's why I call him Trump Pinocchio. But the fact is, the number of actions he's taken uh, are really riling up the globalists because they don't want a strong American repentant nation. And he's going from being a high-level white hat mason into a Christian leader. And I tell people, you know, where you know wherever he goes eventually with this, the actions he's taken have aggravated the heck out of the dark side, the satanic powers of darkness that run this world. And unfortunately, as a lot of, of his, if you want to call it his cabinet and patent and people that are surrounding him, that have the Pope on speed dial because they've gone through Jesuit training universities. I think it's 38 of his advisors. So we have to understand that there's infiltrators around him that are advising him to do things. Plus, he's doing some good things. For example, this weekend he actually passed an executive order saying that if you're a... Uh, uh, a corporation in America, you don't have to provide birth control pill or abortifacients. And immediately Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi went crazy about how he's going to cut off the rights of 62 million women to kill their babies. This is, uh, you know, the lines are drawn. And right now, the fact that the Pope is going to do this indicates to me, and I'm going to make a bold statement here, it is basically a final nine inch nail into the coffin to suggest that this Pope is declaring to the world that he's a false prophet. Well, uh, certainly uh, he is fulfilling prophecy. The, the Bible says that all the world will wander after the beast. Right. And it's very, very interesting to note that uh, if you go to uh, Twitter, for example, right. Pope Francis has the highest Twitter following of all world leaders. Wow. Uh, also, the, the Salt Lake uh, Tribune had a headline not so long ago, Pope Francis' popularity among Americans goes from high to higher. Oh, yeah. And, and this week uh, also uh, stated he, under a headline, how Pope Francis can become the global voice against President Trump. Whoa. Uh, so, uh, and they, they talk about the movement that propelled Donald Trump into the White House is not isolated to the United States. It's a global phenomenon. Right. All over the West, a populist backlash is brewing against the elites of society. And there's a man who is made for the role to take charge, and this is Pope Francis. Right. And Pope Francis, remember, it's been seven or eight years since we had a Jesuit pope. They call them the Society of Jesus, but nothing can be further than truth. It might as well be called the Society of uh, Zeus. How's that? Oh, yeah. Right. It would be yes. more appropriate, wouldn't it? The Society of Zeus. Oh. You could say instead that. Of yeah, instead of Jesus, it would be Hail Zeus. What do you think of that? Well, it's almost sounds, it sounds Spanish, but Hail Zeus or Jesus is the name of Jesus, right, if you go to Mexico or Spain. But, in fact, they're hailing Zeus. This... People have to understand the Vatican itself, with its fish hat that uh, deifies the Nephilim that came down and met Hermon, indicates that it's an ancient pagan society that's taken over so-called lineal Christianity from the 3rd century under Constantine. It's not a Christian faith. It's not, it's not the gospel of Jesus. In fact, the Pope has made a statement last year that you can't have a personal relationship with God. It's impossible. He said you can and do the... And, and he's actually stated it's dangerous. Right, and he's also stated that you can be an atheist and go to heaven. I mean, really, That's without right. any relationship with the Most High God or trying to do what is right in God's eyes, not your own, and that, in fact, is the definition of evil. 
Satan, who is the greatest intelligence created being, scientist, and musician, and poet in the universe, is in opposition to God because he does what is right in his own eyes, bringing order out of chaos. So he's the highest level mason in the universe, is Satan. And people have to understand that, don't they? Oh, yes. Yes. <clears throat> and no. and he, he's, he's not alone. He has his <clears throat> agents here on earth taking charge of his affairs for him. Exactly. The Pindar and the Druidic Council and all the other minions, including the Pope, was right up at the top there. With even the financial institutions of the Fed Reserve System, including the U.S. Fed Reserve, are under the thumb of the Vatican. People don't know that, do they? No, they don't. And, and as a matter of fact, the, the European Union uh, representatives have actually stated that uh, uh, the Pope must lead Europe. Uh, it, they're, they're, turning, they're turning to the Pope over plans to revive the struggling unity right. and the Brussels chiefs are hoping that the pontiff will provide them with the leadership they're lacking right. to we resolve about this, the crisis we talked about this earlier uh, with uh, Matt Trutella on the third hour on Monday and we had him on a previous week about the Magdeburg Convention, uh, Confession 30 years after uh, the declaration of the Protestant Reformation was, I think 92 or I think it was roughly things written on the door of the church and what people have to understand that the fact that the Protestant Reformation is literally technically being said it's over and there's major Christian so-called leaders in America that agree with the Vatican this is an abomination and you know God said before the great and terrible day I will send a strong delusion that those who were not my children will be revealed in other words this is a time of revelation that's why it's called the apocalypse it's going to reveal who really is God's children and who aren't and there's a lot of people that are Christians rapping on the door. They think it's heaven, and their knuckles are on fire. Oh, yes. Yes. So here, here we've got October 31 coming, the most important uh, event uh, of, the, uh, well, of, of the Christian era. Uh, and, yeah. and, it's, and what it actually uh, implies and what it's going to lead to. Because this, this is the date when the, the beast which is identified in Revelation 13, right. and the image of the beast, which actually is apostate Protestantism led by America, uh, are coming together, and uh, there's, three, there's three elements in the prophecy. One is the beast, the other one, uh, next one is the image, and the next one is the mark of the beast. And when the two come together, the first two come together, the mark of the beast is on the horizon to follow. Right, and by the way, they make uh, the image of the beast is a system of artificial intelligence that worships the beast system that monitors every transaction, every activity like social media of everybody. So this system is subservient to the Vatican that is being built up, isn't it? And the, Im the word image actually, if you go back to the first use of a word in the Bible, that gives you the dictionary uh, definition of, of the future use. Actual testimony. things that I find most shocking about the world, whether it's uh, medical truth and healing of illnesses, and I have 350 protocols in our wellness conditions and our neutral medical, by the way, our seven for heaven, and God gave me this, this title, actually, of these sales, which we have on holidays, this over a Columbus Day holiday in Canada, it's their Thanksgiving, 
God told me to give him 7% off on top of previous sale prices and called 7 for heaven. Because this is a ministry. That's why 95% of the people that contact me for medical help, I just do it free. They just email me, and if they bought a product, any product, even one product, I will even call them back or Skype from anywhere in the world to try to help them. What people need to understand is that there are solutions to everything, including physical solutions to health problems, geopolitical, technological, but the fact is the powers of darkness don't want solutions to the spiritual truth. We don't have the <clears throat> repentance that God is calling for when he actually used the sense of humor to allow Trump and Pence to be elected. Now, you, people need to start understanding this. Donald Trump is uh, a genius. He's a very high IQ. But he's a high-level white, white hat mason. And he's a good man, like a lot of good masons that founded America on Luciferic principles. And people need to be shocked by this. You'd be, be sitting down. Uh, every higher institution, every educational institution, every medical school, every law school, every ancient mystery school is all based on Luciferic principles of dialectics of opposition. The U.S. Constitution was based on Luciferic principles, not Christian principles. People need to know that. It was to bring order out of chaos, and it has done that. Because the greatest intellect in the universe, uh, created intellect, other than God who is infinite, is Satan. People need to understand that. That's why when Jesus was confronted by Satan at the temple, he said, I control every institution, every government, every higher educational institution, and that's a fact. In fact, in every institution, you'll find high levels of mystery schools of so-called masonry. We had Leo Lyon-Zagami on, and he, of course, understands a lot of it. He's been a Illuminati himself. But I understand the high-level masonry is uh, much, much more malevolent and much more sneaky because it calls good evil and evil good. It is able to manipulate you through dialectics where you think things are correct. For example, having an executive legislative and... and, uh, and um, Judicial branch is not a Christian principle. It's a dialectic of opposition. It's called Luciferianism. People need to know that, don't they? And they don't. They don't understand that even educational institutions that set up a Zeta score and a test to put one group to be tested against another group is a Luciferic principle to use statistics to prove a specific scientific point. So people don't understand this in general. They don't give the devil his due, do they? Well, he's he's more powerful than most people realize, and and his his influence over this world is almost total. Well, he's laughing his head off when somebody like me says, "This is Deagle." So too bad you're not my boy, Deagle. In other words, people need to understand this. Satan has got everybody fooled. That's why we have oppositional parties in America: the Democrats, I call the Demon Rats, and the Republicans. Both in this dialectic of politics, which you see everywhere, France, Germany, Italy, even New Zealand, are oppositional uh, systems set up so that the Luciferic power and principles of opposition can apply. Everything, everything on this planet is run through Luciferic principles, isn't it? Oh, yes. Yes. Now, in God's world, you just simply consult God and he tells you what to do. And Shema, which is a Hebrew word, means to hear and do, When a a pope tells you you can't have a personal relationship with God, it means God can't direct your life for the life of a nation. And when that's the case, if that's the case, we're doomed. Because the Luciferic principle is to kill God's children and to abort the human race, not just physically, but spiritually, so God doesn't have children that go down through the ages as we transition to become a galactic civilization. That's that's Satan's purposes. This super-intelligent, negative, evil being is here to abort us all, isn't he? That's his aim. He wants us all dead. 
<clears throat> right, not just dead physically, he wants us dead spiritually to God. That's right. And, and the most vile form of evil is to do good what is in our own eyes. And that's what a lot of people don't understand, isn't it? They don't understand this. That's why we're praying Donald Trump into becoming a real Christian leader. I want to see a personal testimony. I don't want to just hear the word God. I want to see a personal testimony that shows this man is being transformed by tribulation and the opposition of the dark side against him because believe me, as he's doing these things, even in his own eyes, he's coming against tremendous negative demonic opposition. And perhaps it will. I mean, I think we've got to pray to grace like the king of Nineveh repenting and giving God 40 years before his grandson did evil in his sight and God brought judgment. But America is doomed. I believe America has a short fuse on this, you know, cake of dynamite that's going to blow up this country. And if we don't repent right now, and I don't see it happening, I think people are just weird. They want more tax breaks and they want this and that. And we don't want, you know, sugarcoating. We want to end abortion. We don't want our tax money paying for it. We want to end the idea of the CIA manipulating foreign governments. We want to not, we want to participate to protect the planet from incoming space objects like Apophis that's going to hit here in 12 years with a 1% chance of it or its debris field hitting us. Three times bigger than the asteroid that wiped out the dinosaurs. People need to understand that what's going on here is so evil, the average mortal mind can't grasp it. It's true, isn't it? Well, uh, we can focus on that, Dr. Bill, and, and everything you said is right, uh, but I think we can focus more on the positive love right. and, and, and protection and, and plan Absolutely. For our, that our maker has for everyone who will accept tell, it. Tell us about it, tell us about it, because I want to hear this, because I want people to know that God is with us. If I had one sentence to say, God is with us, despite all these things going on, and if people like or don't like Trump or or some other system, or they say, I was a good doctor, or whatever. But if you're a good doctor and you're giving toxic drugs that will harm your people, and you don't ask the right questions, what are you doing? You know, this man that went crazy and killed people, he was given a benzodiazepine just before he went bonkers. I see veterans all the time, I talk to them all the time, that are given what I call kill you jack drugs. You get these drugs, you come back, you're depressed from a traumatic injury, you kill yourself and your entire family here in Vista, California, Oceanside, or Carlsbad. People need to understand that what's going on here is not good. And the worst thing is that the churches call evil good and don't are not aware that their inaction and their apathy is bringing about judgment. Yeah, so what, 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 give us the positive things. What God is going to get us through this. That's why he's giving us a platform to say these truths. And you've done some amazing videos and books and so on on your website, beforeus.com. Give us some of the insights to what's going to do. How is he going to rescue the Muslims? Because he made a statement uh, that you know in, in the Book of Revelation that you know Egypt and Syria and these other countries that are doing horrendous things are going to become his handmaiden and his children. So he's basically going to restore even these Muslim countries after a great annihilation of their populations, and he's going to destroy a lot of countries that are very unrighteous, like America. People don't get this, that America has done a lot of evil things over the last several centuries, especially since the 21st century and the 20th century, interfering with governments around the world and starting wars, even killing their own population in 9-11. That was a demolition, a nuclear demolition. So was Oklahoma City. People need to understand just how evil America is, doing these things in God's sight. Oh, yes, absolutely. Well, so, if, we focus, if we focus on the good... Uh, yeah. The book of Revelation, actually, which is for our day. Well, we'll come out after the break. After the break, we want to talk about the book of Revelation because 
through all this negative stuff that we talked about, and you need to be aware of it, like the Bereans and the sons of Issachar. Jonathan has a very positive message here to say, hey, do not fear, God is with us, just like the fourth man in the fire with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Back in a moment. and give us some more positive things is to say um, w- when we look at Trump we have to say I'm praying for him I call him Trump Pinocchio I want Trump to become the strongest Christian leader in the history and that process can happen just like King David after he killed Uriah became a great leader of, Is- of Israel uh, unfortunately God brought judgment he said I'll break up the kingdom after your son Solomon who is supposedly the wisest man but remember Solomon fell to a pagan um hysteria of the 700 wives that he joined and it was said that Solomon was a great wizard I mean this is not funny stuff this is bad stuff and we need to understand that what the advisors around Trump are advising him to in a sense prepare America for Catholicization you can see that happening step by step can't you oh yes yes now the book of Revelation Revelation chapter 13 speaks of two powers the beast and, and the image of the beast Right. Now, uh, if we go to the scripture, uh, the Bible itself is its own dictionary. This is a wonderful thing about the Bible, the way it has been given, that if you don't understand a word, you, you just go to the first place where the word is mentioned in the scripture and you'll have the Bible definition for it to be used later on throughout the scripture. Now, in, in the case of the image of the beast, what does that mean? Does it mean a statue or does it mean something else? Well, go to the book of Genesis, where God says, Let us create man. The first place where the word image is mentioned, let us create man in our, after our likeness, after our image. Right. So image is defined as a likeness. Now, so here you've got two powers arising in the end times. One is the beast power, which is identified as the papacy. And the other power is going to rise up with the horns of a lamb, which is Christ-like in appearance, but then speak as a dragon and become the image of the first beast. The likeness of the first beast. And people need to know that's not Brussels, that's not Europe, that's not Moscow, that's not Beijing, that's America. That's America. So America is prophesied to become a likeness of the papacy, which right. is a union of church and state with the church controlling the state and persecuting those who speak up or are dissenters of what they ask them to do. Right, and you can see that starting to happen step by step, and it's all based on good intentions, isn't it? Oh, yes, uh, good, good reasons will be given in the front. In fact, Lucifer, uh, he, he, he told the angels that fell with him, he says, I'll, I'll do something good for you. I'll do better than God is doing. Join me. So they did. Right. People need so, to understand he, that. They're going to get fooled. So please continue. So, so anyway, that, that, that's the dark side, and that we see that happening right now. Now, the... the at the same time, that's Revelation 13, the dark side. Revelation 14 is God's answer to that. And right. that's the three angels' messages. And in the three angels' messages, the, almost the first words are the everlasting gospel. 
Right. And so, while the dark side is re- revealing its powers, the everlasting gospel is going to be proclaimed across the world with huge power that's going to lighten the darkness of the earth. Well, what, do you think so the everlasting, got, what do you think the everlasting gospel is? Well, the everlasting gospel, once again, is defined by the first time the gospel is mentioned in prophecy. And that's right. Genesis and wh- chapter 3. And what does it say? And this is where uh, the Lord God, this is after man fell under the control of Satan, under the control of Lucifer, the Lord spoke to Lucifer in their hearing and said, I will put enmity between you, Lucifer, and the woman. Now the woman actually, physically speaking, was Eve, but she became the, the, the symbol for for all those who would repent and become the church of God, the, the, the followers of the Lord Jesus. But, but the woman you were talking about, the woman who eventually become the bride of God himself. The and bride of bride, God himself. That's right, and that bride, by the way, is the destiny of a saved mankind to become deified by our souls which are mortal, to fuse with the spirit of the eternal one, because the only thing that's eternal is God, and for a portion of mankind that's saved to become deified as the bride of the Most High. As he said, you know, uh, and God promised this in Genesis, didn't he? And he basically yeah. said, and that's why Jesus came, is to, to prepare the world to receive his bride when he returns. And there was two millennia of grace, and that time is coming to a close right now, which means our destiny is to become eternal. Uh, literally, the collective of all of us are literally the bride in the past, present, and future. So God is going to fuse the temporal, which is his bride, with the eternal, which is him. And that's what the New Jerusalem is, the fusion of the temporal and the eternal into a new kingdom, which is God's kingdom in this realm, the entropic realm of the, of the, uh, the entropic realm of degradation. But it's the place where time exists, where God can have children. And they will get to know God, and that the destiny is, as we become a galactic civilization spread to to umpteen thousands and millions of worlds, it will be the destiny of mankind to be co-equal because we will be fused as a portion of the God family. That's what our destiny is. Yes, and this is the everlasting gospel. Right. Now, it, it, it starts at the very beginning where God said there would be enmity, that is, there'd be a, a huge battle, a war going on between the seed of Satan and the seed of the woman, who is the, 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 the people who accept the Lord Jesus Christ and, and become part of the bride. Right. Uh, and there's going to be opposition between the two. While one takes, tries to take over the world, the power of God is going to be with the woman who's right. going to give... Uh, who who, uh, is going to give a loud cry throughout the world to accept the salvation that the Lord God in his wonderful love and forgiveness is offering to each individual. Now do you think the church in general or in specific, any church in America or elsewhere is preaching this gospel, the gospel of the eternal gospel? Do you think they're preaching it? God is raising up individuals all over the world who are doing this. Right. But the organized church systems have fallen down badly, and they have fallen. Right. And if you start off with this, and you start off with the fact, we're not just an I, we're a we. Remember Jesus said, there's only two really main commandments. Love God with your heart, soul, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. And I would add a corollary to that, your neighbor is yourself. How's that? Your neighbor is yourself. 
Well, if we have that attitude, we would never do evil to another nation or another people or another skin color. We would think literally it's like striking and cutting off your left hand with your right hand to the sword. You wouldn't do it. And the thing that, that God's empathy toward mankind is he's realizing many of his children aren't going to keep their relationship with him. They're going to fall. Not just die in a horrifying war that's coming, but they'll die spiritually separated from God because of the lie they've accepted from Satan and his minions here on earth in educational institutions and political institutions and look at this guy, this head of Hollywood that's got himself involved with sexual crimes and sexual addiction. These sins separate you from the Creator and the church, like this Catholic church that teaches you can't have a relationship with God, this is an abomination. This is the ultimate crime against the soul of mankind and the bride to say, you can't have a relationship with God. You'll never be married to the God of the universe. You'll never be eternal ones. Your destiny is to die and to be miserable and die in sickness or to have your planet die and become a dead cinder because you'll never transition across the technology of artificial intelligence, robotics, and advanced genetics. And without the transformation of the soul collectively of mankind, we will not survive our technology, right? There's only one, there's only one thing that, that, is, uh, that is important, and that is that relationship with our Creator. Exactly. That's the only thing that will immunize us to survive the growth of the singularity of our own technology. And this is a personal thing. It's, it's, it's not given by a minister of a church or a priest or somebody else on this earth. It's a personal relationship with that. The one who died and gave himself, he sacrificed himself for us. That's how much he loved us. He was right. willing to die forever so that we could live forever. <clears throat> but I consider Jesus soap and, we're, and we have waters of repentance. We can wash away the sins, but only with God's help. You can't make yourself better, but God can if you submit. And the problem is people have to submit. They have to stop signing Masonic signs and worship Apollo. They have to stop thinking there's a higher Luciferic order that will bring order to the world. They have to stop thinking higher levels of masonry are good. Like when we talked to Leo Zagami and I showed him that there's no signs of high-level masonry that's good. People need to know that. The face of evil looks good, smells good, and tastes good. But it'll damn you because it separates you from the Creator God. That's the eternal gospel, believe it or not, people. And it's not being preached very much around the world. It's being... The voices are small, but they will get very big here shortly. Thank you, Jonathan. Amazing. Absolutely. Back in a moment. Isaac and Jacob, bless people with the knowledge of the truth that if the center point of your church doesn't preach the gospel of the eternal gospel, that the destiny of mankind is to have a personal relationship with each of us, with the Creator God in our daily lives, that our life should be a Sabbath rest in God every day, signified by the Sabbath of the Saturday, where we rest a day with God. But every day and every thought should be a Sabbath rest. And that the ultimate goal is that for our soul and this eternal one to fuse that's the first stage of resurrection is you don't go to heaven right you are in heaven if you have a heavenly relationship now 
And what's amazing is he has some other ministries like uh, Doug, he said Bachelor from Amazing Facts is one. There's there's a few in there. Their word will get probably a lot more strident once this abomination comes forth from the Catholic Church. And I heard up to a quarter of the Christian ministries, including in America, are signing this agreement with the Vatican that the Reformation is over. This is absolutely vile right in our face, isn't it? Oh, yes, it is. And and we're, we're going to show that the Reformation is not over as, as when that day comes because that's the time to cry aloud and spare not and let the people know their sins and, and declare the salvation of the Lord and what he's doing. Yeah, and by the salvation, it's not just the salvation of us uh, individually from separation from God. It's the salvation of our civilization as we transform into a high-tech civilization that is godly and can supersede our, our, if you want to call our technology, because mankind will not survive the artificial intelligence, the genetic engineering of the Ubermensch that was a dark vision given to Adolf Hitler and the Thulegenschaft society that transformed themselves by channeling transdimensional entities to create gravity wave technology and missile technology. Much of that was translated over by the Vatican and arranged under Operation Paperclip to come to America. In fact, our intel agencies are directly birthed by the Vatican, and so is the space agency. Don't people know that? It was the Vatican who was responsible for it in the 1940s. Oh, yes, that's right. And they, don't the Vatican, they, they, they don't know this history, do they? The Vatican is like a monster octopus that had its tentacles on everything. And yeah. they, they want total control, total power. And, and, and to make it look good too. I mean, to make it look really good, like, oh, you're being a good Catholic, you're being a good Protestant. Now you're being a. You don't have to have a relationship with God. You just have to go through the priestcraft and ceremony and take the host in your tongue and drink the the wine, which is literally transubstantiated to be the actual blood of Jesus. It's ghoulish, it's evil, it's vile. How's that? It is. It, it's a mockery to the Lord. It's a blasphemous rite. Right. Now. There's a lot of Catholics that are going to be saved to this. There's a lot of other people in other religions are going to say, what's going on? Because remember, they're trying to amalgamate not only Catholicism with, with Protestantism. They want to bring in Buddhists and atheists and every other religion on earth. The head of the World Council on Churches is the Vatican. The United Nations and all these organizations of literally thousands of faiths are trying to make one giant pseudo-faith that will be pushed by the United Nations and again this global control freak organization. People don't understand that, do they? And then they want to tie well, it directly to the mark of the beast in this system of not only digital control, but also a cybernetic, we call bottomless pit, where they can hack into human consciousness within the next five to seven years. They'll actually open up a cybernetic pit where your kids will get the ultimate electronic drug. They can go play Jumanji or go to a cybernetic brothel in cyberspace. That's how bad this is going to get. Yes, and, uh, okay, so there's the bad side. The good side is we have a creator who loves us, and he wants every one of us to, he, he wants us all saved. He doesn't want anyone to perish. Right, and but it's not going to the truth, though. A lot of people say, well, why would you do that? And I've even had people confront me and say, Dr. Deacon, why don't you just sell your supplements and be a good doctor? I said, if I'm not a good doctor to your soul, why would I try to just heal your body? And if you do get a miraculous healing because I, gave, I was inspired to give you the right things, or God healed you supernaturally on top of the supplements that I give you, just thank God. Don't thank me. God inspired me to have the right knowledge, but the fact that I'm trying to save your soul as well as your body, you should 
thank me, not criticize or spit. As I said many years, I've been a man of spittle, but now, with all these events transpiring, the spittle is drying up in the mouths of many people who would like to criticize me, or others that are actually witnesses for the most I got. You have to remember, I'm a Christian doctor, and I, you're a Christian archaeologist who's actually transformed, and you have to be sometimes pretty low before God uses you, like this you know, bachelor guy that actually uh, is her head of amazing facts. You know, as you mentioned on the break, he was living in a cave, and a Bible fell into his lap, and he read it and got supernaturally saved. Well, sometimes God has to take you really low before he gets you, you know, face-to-face with how ugly you are without God. That's why I refer to myself as a warthog for God. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's yeah. a good way to put it. <laughs> a warthog for God. <laughs> and people say, well, you mean you don't have a big ego? I said, look, God's crushed my ego. He made perfume out of it. How's that? He made a perfume for my ego. <laughs> well, that's a very nice way to put it. Yeah, yeah. And he likes the smell of the perfume of my ego. It smells great to him. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. Well, you know, it's when the flowers are crushed uh, yeah. when, that they bring forth their beautiful aroma and, and their perfume. Right. And it's, it's when we are crushed by the enemy and, and we can not go down any further that God will... Bring us up, and we will shine and 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 smell like roses. Exactly. He, yeah. he, can, he can make those wonderful changes till we we can't believe the difference that's I, occurred in our lives. I, I had a lady a few years ago ask me. She said, "Well, I'm praying for my son." I said, "Well, how are you praying?" Well, I'm just praying that God will transform. I said, "Pray hard enough that you're willing to accept that for your son to enter the kingdom, he may have no eyes or no legs." And be that serious with God that if God has to put him through a tribulation that takes his eyes and his legs, but he becomes the son of the Most High, you're willing to accept that. Well, that, that is very true. In fact, on the phone we've got a man who comes lately for counselling and he's doing things with his hands which are abominable. And uh, so we've told him, if, if you, you may have to lose your hands, uh, pray that God will give pain to your hands every time you do this uh, and he said but I don't want to pray for pain I said you may, you may have to pray for pain if it's going to save your life exactly yeah. and, and a lot of people though they revolt from evil but they don't revolt from what looks good in your own eyes and that's what people don't understand if the American economy comes back if our military comes out of sequestration if America stops North Korea if America gets better financial deals with other nations, if it looks good, it isn't necessarily going to be good in God's eyes. And people need no. to re- realize that. For example, if you look at the apartment on the 66th floor of Trump Tower, where the Trump, you know, giant home is in New York City, you realize he's got situations of pictures of Apollo and everywhere. Okay, he's got an Apollo f- fixation. So you have to understand... I want to see a repentance where he starts to talk openly about his previous Masonic life and why he's now becoming a believer. You know, if you're a pro-life doctor and you've done abortions, when an abortion issue comes up, you continue to repent to the last molecule of oxygen leaves your mitochondria. You don't just repent once, like saved, once saved, always saved. That's another abomination, isn't it? It's an ongoing commitment. It's a day-by-day, a day-by-day commitment. Right. And so if something comes up, you have to be salt and light, or what use are you? And so if a situation arises where you have to be worried about you losing your license because you're going to pray with patients, or you're going to lose your license because you're a Christian, for example, I think uh, one of the 
senators was doing a talk about the selling baby parts. She's a senator down in uh, one of the southern states. And uh, Twitter actually blocked her. Um, I'm trying to remember her name right now. But if you actually look on the YouTube there, you'll see it. Or if you look at the news items from Fox. Um, what people need to understand, if we aren't salt or light, speaking out against our politicians, our school boards, our relatives, or at the checkout, what use are we? And you need to get in people's faces. You need to stop thinking, well, this is not a socially appropriate time for me to open my mouth. There's no such thing as a socially appropriate time to save your neighbor from a hellfire, is there? No. You don't know if he's going to have another hour of living. So you, you get him while you can help him. They can walk out the door healthy and looking beautiful and have a car accident and die and face their annihilation. So we have that desperate kind of feeling for not only ourselves, but those around us, they say, uh, you know, when you be, if your neighbor is yourself, you'd have that desperate feeling like, I better talk to my relatives so they don't go to hell. Literally. You see a man walking on a cliff, you're not going to say, well, it's not a good time to talk yeah. to him. You, you shout out and you grab him quickly. Yeah, pray for your President Donald Trump. Pray for Mike Pence. Pray for the kind of the Catholic uh, revelation of evil is completely exposed by people like Amazing Facts, so Doug Bachelor, and by your ministry and mine here at the Nutramedical Report. Pray that people repent of evil and don't try to call it good because it looks and tastes and smells good. It's not. Improve your focus, your memory, your sleep. A catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter-in-an-hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say, I feel more focused. My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Simulate the release of others, like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to Nutramedical.com. That's 888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. And listen to the Nutramedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. Nutramedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together.